Good All right, everyone. We are at the Showcase Seekonk in Seekonk. <laughs> we, just, we just saw Violent Night starring David Harbour and a bunch of other people, including John Leguizamo and uh, Beverly D'Angelo and uh, Taylor Scott and uh, a few <laughs> other people. Edie Patterson. Oh, yeah. Edie Patterson from Righteous Gemstones. Yep. Uh, we're here with, I'll go around the horn here, Sean Kelly, Nick Boyle. Uh, Redacted, Diaz, uh, and me, Nick Rojas. Uh, let's start with our guests. We'll start with Sean, who you may remember appeared on the Boylan Rojas podcast outside of Buffalo Wild Wings one time. Oh, that's right. And yeah. mentioned uh, one of his one favorite thing. movies was... Uh, favorite movie. Yeah, I don't think I'll... I don't want to say it because I'll get cut <laughs> out of... You'll never be on again. I want to be on a future episode. Yeah. All right, what's the question? What would you think of the movie? Oh, my thoughts. I'm going to give that... Well, I won't go right to my rating, but I thought it was very enjoyable. I liked that Beverly D'Angelo was in it, a nice uh, tie-in with some of my favorite Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. Well, just the one, I guess. <laughs> and I'm going to give it uh, 3.8 out of 5. Okay. Boyle, what'd you think? I'll go to our guest. Oh, yeah. Let's go to our guest. Mo, your unredacted thoughts. Declassified. <laughs> I've got a couple of notes here. It's, it's a love. <laughs> it immediately a, puts me to shame. It's <laughs> a it's a love story to action movies and freaking Christmas cinema. Yeah. Like we've got so many undertones of like not even undertones, like flat out. You know, <laughs> this is Die Hard. We've got yeah. walkie talkies. Yeah. yeah, the tropes of Santa. Die Hard. Yeah, Santa to Trudy the cop. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you got it. You got a wife. Trudy, <laughs> or Trudeau, Trudy, Trudy and Santa's like, you got Mrs. Claus, Santa, you know, yeah. like the marital problems. But like there are other like action movies in there. And the freshest one is like basically like Trinity from the Matrix, like dodge this at the end of the movie. I don't know. It's just like, all, like, what did we go to see? We went to go see a Christmas action movie to see Christmas tropes and action tropes. Got it all. So grade it for what it is. Four out of five. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. I'm excited. Do you think this is a Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a Christmas movie. And it was what we were kind of talking about in the theater when it ended was it felt like it, it felt like what you used to go to the movies for a, mm. a movie that hadn't been made before. You weren't sure what to expect. You were just excited because there was good people involved. The action looked good in the in the trailer, but it wasn't a sequel. It wasn't part of um, a franchise. I thought it was really good and remarkable that it got made in 2022 when uh, there were seven people here to see it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Boyle, we should note uh, that. Well, we should note that we're catching this on what the second weekend's been out, third week. It's the eighth, so I think yeah, it came out December first. Came out Thanksgiving weekend. Actually, I don't know. Oh, okay. And, so and we've and we've all heard yeah. word of mouth, good word of mouth. So we're gonna keep passing on the word of mouth here that it was good. But boy, what did you think? Um, I thought this was exactly what I came to see. Um, the minute we even <laughs> heard any sort of trailer about this, I think Mo first of all hit upon a lot of great points of exactly what this was. And Sean, with you talking about just coming in. And just not expecting what to expect and still enjoying it, though, too, in the fact that it was like Die Hard and it was all this action-packed Christmas jam fun that had good humor throughout, your little wittiness, too, and just classic boil yell moments. I mean, it was a good, <laughs> fun time. It was it home just, alone. It was, it all, was home alone. It was that, I mean, and, and, and you know, yeah, even when the they Matrix, and they ref, when they referenced something, they were like, "No, we'll give you, we'll give you a shout out." And then they 
also nailed it too. Like it was just like, and the, and the action was unbelievable. David Harbor just stole the show as a Santa Claus. I mean, give it to me again. And I just, <laughs> one more time, please. Down, I'm giving man. this a, I, wait. Yeah, four out of five. I guess if we're doing that scale, if we're doing the Fisher scale, 8.5 out of 10. Um, I thought this scale? was amazing. <laughs> and the Richter scale shook my bottom. <laughs> but that is my thought. And Nick, what do you think? Uh, well, I had a great time. I think you guys all hit on the fact that these are the movies that we hope to see at the movies, honestly, because like we don't get the chance to see movies like this anymore. As we're hearing Christmas music reviewing this, are completely original, yeah. And I'm actually going to replace our entire recording with Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Uh, <laughs> on repeat. Can we, a lot, can we so talk about the movie? The movie Clarence. didn't like, bog you down with mythos and like rules of the magic. Every time it was like, can't you do this? I don't know how this works, kid. I don't know how the magic works. Makes life a lot easier because then we don't have to sit here and talk about how the magic did this, but it didn't do that, right? No paradoxes, no contradiction. David Harbour doesn't know how it works. We don't know how it works. Fill in the blanks. The flux capacitor fluxed. Santa, it's all good. And at the end, the evil rich white lady lives. (laughs) Oh, 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 I don't know if we should. (laughs) Or does she? Stay for the mid-credits. I don't know how to edit (laughs) As the man told us when we walked in, stay for the mid-credits scene. (laughs) Threw me right off. Has it been out long enough for spoilers? That's a good point. I don't know if it has been out long enough. What about the Santa tribal tattoos? You freaking walked out in the middle of that. Great point. Yes, the Santa tribal tattoos. You Ragnarok in the middle of the movie. I want it on the record that I left for three minutes to go to the bathroom. uh, Because we went to Dublin Rose beforehand, okay? (laughs) And... Also, I fell asleep for like five minutes because, as listeners of the podcast might know, All six action movies. You not only fell asleep, you like cuddled up to the sleep. Like, Did I? You were like, uh. yeah. Uh, and I was like, wow, he's like too cozy. I fall asleep that during action really movies. Likes the movie. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's cozy. Oh, he's smiling. That's gas. <laughs> he's in. Uh, oh, I've seen that look before. <laughs> so, uh, but no, it's like. Movies that we wish we could still see all the time, and here it is in movies, and it was fun. We saw it with friends and people in the back, and it was great. But I do like what Mo said, is that there was a lot of points that didn't have that magical (laughs) feeling to it, which it was like you you thought, okay, he's going to have some big magical moment, and then it's just like, no, he's just got a hand with his fist and his hammer. Can I be honest with you? For the first half of the movie, that frustrated me. Yes, it yes, frustrated at me first. too. And, yes. I, and I kept waiting yeah. for there to be a little more clear guidelines and rules for mm. what he could and couldn't do. And the, do the parents know that Santa's real or do they not know that he's like, where do they think yeah. the gifts come from? But mm. they did a little bit of explaining that. But yeah, you're right. For the most part, it was just there for enjoyment and the, it, they didn't get bogged down in the details, which would have made it a very different movie. First okay. act. Christmas Vacation, second act, God of War, third act, John Wick. Like, it's basically what happened. Actually, it's exactly how it happened. It's a Franken movie. (laughs) Yeah, it just went through multiple different phases and still gave you the sprinkle of Christmas cheer with just a little bit of laughter. Can we talk about how they they probably would have done better off if they just paid to put Mariah Carey out there at some point? Yeah, I mean... Christmas music was like a... Four out of ten. Yeah, what was it like? A, it was like a Brian Adams song or something. I mean, that was. I think so. There was like the score of the movie when he's walking towards, um, towards the end. I won't say it. Like maybe after the post climax of the movie, 
And it's like almost like Danny Elfman esque. It was like, not even Danny Elfman, because Danny Elfman's a little bit more whimsical. It was like, I'm like, where'd they get this music from? Like, yeah. moviesoundtracks.net, <laughs> like, you know, whimsical music. Yeah. It, so there were some that's features fine. that were didn't blend as well together, I guess, when you jam that many movies and things together. Yeah. But overall, from uh, 3,000 feet in the air, David Harbour. It's pretty fun. He was a mood in this movie. At the beginning of the movie where he's just grabbing alcohol and just sucking it down. Yeah. A mood. I needed more reindeer action. Ooh, okay. All right, maybe that's in the sequel. Spoilers. R- Rudolph got a shout out, but he didn't make an appearance either. Who do, we, who do you guys want to cast as uh, Mrs. C? Goldie. Goldie. Okay. Well, if you want to... How about this? Stunt casting. Winona. I mean, you get the Stranger Things fans for it, but but you don't want kids to come see this. Yeah, fan you know. service. Yeah. yeah. Wait, can we talk? Wait, there's just so many like weird parts in this movie. Like when he's like, "I Santa's not real. Everyone's life is on the line, but Santa's not real. Yeah, right. You're the monster. Right. <laughs> it's not me. It's yeah. you." Yeah. <laughs> Bad time to have the Santa talk. I, with, like I, could, <laughs> I wish I wish I took the time to like tease out what happened in that scene and what the reaction was and have like a legitimate response to right, it. But right. so many randoms. Random parts. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. There could. It, I mean, honestly, the movie could have been longer. There could have been more dynamics with the family and. Right. Uh, well, that's that's funny you say that, Sean, because it's like the movie tries to peel, like not peel, but like capture the childlike wonder of an adult, and it knows it's an adult. There's no kids in there. It's rated R. Right. Boyle was the only one who bought a ticket to see this movie. <laughs> we all walked in, but you know, there's no children in there, and yet there's a lot of moments. That are about capturing that childlike wonder in a in what you know are adults. So even with movie. the action, even with the action, they still try to pull at your heartstrings of it being like a, a family family yeah. Christmas movie. Yeah, and then the capitalist greed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which hammering you love it. to see. Yeah. Yeah. It, Literally hammering. Mo, you're so right because there was like a point early in the movie where it like said something about how like the girl just wanted her parents to get back together, and I was like, oh. Yeah, damn, sad. Or true, or at the end where it's like, everyone just needs to believe, I believe in you, Santa. I'm like, the movie's rated R, and I'm the only other man in the room, so who is this appealing to? I'm the target demographic. (laughs) It's trying to make me cry. I don't want to cry. No, I don't want to pay to cry. What was the lesson? Yeah, what was the lesson of this movie? The lesson of this movie was that if you live in Greenwich, you are just in a rich, elitist asshole. (laughs) It's funny that they picked Greenwich, Connecticut, which is like, legitimately everyone thinks that those people live there yeah. so i would bet my ass that the director has an axe to grind with greenwich would <laughs> <laughs> love to find that out absolutely it wasn't like doberham indiana it was like right. rich city like rich city oh, usa yeah. yeah we shouldn't root for them yeah yeah um and then the dad was like an Oscar Isaac lookalike wannabe kind of. I did not like the dad. The dad threw me off the entire movie. He looks like, and no disrespect to him at all, but the way they had him done up was like if someone made a stop animation movie of a puppet like Pinocchio. Yes. And turned it into a human. Completely. And honestly. We never his, get to see the transition from puppet to human. We no, but. Which human. is jarring. And yeah. even. <laughs> but even Sign like up. the. Exactly. I felt everyone else acted so naturally and his felt like super forced the in every scene he was in felt forced when he went over the hay barrels i literally like he lost i almost peed my pants he was acting in a straight to netflix movie it, yes like, that's so, how like, i agree Justin but hartley like just 
Terrible. Yeah, yeah. just like, yeah. Let's, whoa. <laughs> he was in a three-second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roas, what was your score? I gave it a uh, 7 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, I think that's I, I fair. Enjoyed it. I, enjoyed right. it. I would watch it again. I think it's a good home at home movie to watch. With so me. let's do: is it a good go to the theater, watchable at home, or bad? Skip it. So few things are at this point you need. All right, to go moving to the on. No, <laughs> just kidding. there's so few movies I think that you need to go to the theater now to see. Mm. Like Batman is one of them. Mm. Uh, we've seen a few this year that mm-hmm. have really been destination viewing, but yeah. this one I think would have been benefited by being uh, a streaming release, I think. Okay. If it had been a full theater, maybe I would have felt differently, but it, it, it would have been good to watch at home with a group of people. It's, you should probably skip me, because I, I, feel, I feel like it's one of those movies that you have to go see to promote the idea that everyone's ready to watch something new and different. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's some crazy action Santa movie. As opposed to some of the previews like Babylon, that looks like another Hollywood movie about Hollywood that's going to get nominated for a Hollywood award. Yeah. Hey, right? I want that. Yeah. yeah. But it's going to happen. That you have to see yes. in theaters. Yes. I want something new. And I will see the weird, obscure movies like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I will see yeah. the Santa movie. Yeah, I see Megan with us next year. Yeah, I, I will literally, I'll see Cocaine Bear. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's experience. in on Cocaine you Bear. You have to see that theater experience for Cocaine Bear. This movie will subvert your expectations of what a Santa Claus could be. So if you want your expectations to be subverted. If you don't see this movie, we'll be watching like the fifth iteration of all the other Christmas movies. <laughs> And they'll remake Home Alone, even though they already have. Yeah. It'll just be a nightmare. Mo's right. Look, if we're going to the trust tree, it, this is a perfectly fine movie to see at home. But if you want to be seeing this at home and then complain that nothing good plays in the theaters anymore, mm, yes. you got to see movies like this yes. in theaters because they don't, they don't take gambles like this, really. Yep. David Harbour is a, a drunken, let's be honest, alcoholic Santa Claus beaten... The crap out of people for two hours. Yeah, that Go doesn't back get, to his old roots. That doesn't get happen anymore. It doesn't. Always, always the light. And I think that I'm right on the same page. I'm right in the middle where I, when I was watching this, I had a great time. There was a point I thought like, wow, yeah, it would be nice to watch this at home on the couch, but as a rewatch. Like I loved seeing this in the theater because. You know, as Mo said, as you said, as as I feel like we've all said, this is a movie. It's fresh. It's new. It's a different. I was like, when's the last time you saw like a new Christmas movie like this, where it's like adultish too, and it's like just a good time, and it just was a really. This is one you should go check out, but I I get it if you want to wait and watch it at home. So many movies made for four quadrants: old, young, young women. That I barely ever see a movie like, hey, this is for adults. Yeah, this is for adults. I, I think it's important to make the distinction that this is not like a satire on Christmas at all. It's not like a satire on Santa. Yeah. No. It is literally yeah. an action movie. It's just like an incident at one night. It's, like it's an so random. Santa. It's yeah. like the comedy is not in the fact that it, we're, like, we're not making fun of Christmas here. No, good point. Good point. No, Santa it's, is it's actually an Santa ass Claus. kicker. <laughs> yeah. He's like a badass. With an awesome backstory that I was in the bathroom for. And an awesome back tat. Yeah, Ragnarok happened, and Ro- Rojas was in the back <laughs> doing cocaine with the bear. Tales all this time. <laughs> tales all this time. <laughs> be be my and Classic side effect of... Uh... <laughs> all right, well, this is wrapping it up. For the good, the bad, the watchable, Sean, 
Mo, Nick and Nick. See you soon. And uh, to our comrade Mark, we're with you. We stand with you. Godspeed. We don't care what anyone says. <laughs>